Yo, what is up? Good to see. It's your boy Dilly D, aka the Milky Bar Kid, here hanging out for another episode of Grounded with Dilly Dave today. Certainly honored to be in the presence and uh, to be beside somebody who's been a big influence on me, both in uh, hip hop but all things life. Give it up for my dear pal Petty Cash. <laughs> Bro, what an intro, man. What an intro. I appreciate you, man. I really do appreciate you. I love you. I love what you do for the, uh, for the industry. I love. I just love the grind, man. Uh, when it comes to grind, you are one of the people that are on the forefront of it because, um, you know, what are you? Fifteen, twenty years deep? Like, how deep are we? It, it must be. It's over a decade. It's close to a decade and a half. Oh, yeah, more than a decade, man. Like, yeah, I've been running around since I was in high school, man. Yeah, like since yeah. So like. We're talking at least 20 years. Huge. And yeah, all I would say is, is passion, follow your passion. Um, I just did a post today about your, your, um, it was a thing from the Bible where it says your dream will, or your goal, your vision, something like that will make way for you. Mm. So yeah, like man, follow your passion your passion it's your dream it's your goal whatever you feel like doing you just follow it that's what i represent that's what i'm all about and as you know that's me man that's me dance with t yeah absolutely like uh, that's why i find for me it's very important to surround myself with those people who do have that passion and commitment to it because um not only is it motivating for yourself but the longer somebody's on the path doing the thing the more juicy and, and better and more manifested it becomes hey well, it's the journey. The journey. It, success is not the end the game. end goal. It's end goal, the yeah. journey. It's the people you meet. It's the things you go through, the lessons you learn. That's what I love about just following your passion. That's me down to a T, like I said. That's what I love doing. Mm. This is like, yeah. And you're right. You're so right. Yeah. So before we, because, um, you know, Patty and I have these conversations so frequently. We've done like 50 of these episodes essentially between ourselves. but So we know where we could go and where it could end up. But <laughs> before we really get into it, just quickly, you know, obviously a great way to get grounded is to acknowledge the sacred ground that we're on. So just like to pay my respects to the, uh, the Boonarong and the Ronji people of the Kulin Nation. Um, pay respects to elders, past, present and emerging and acknowledge that sovereignty was never ceded, no treaty signed. And, um, you know, we do hip-hop here. We're all about telling stories and, and sharing it through, you know, a vocal tradition. So I think it's important for us to honor yes. the old yes. vocal 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 traditions and um, Definitely. understand that there were stories here before we created our own. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sweet. So, all right. Patty. I've known you for a good handful of years. You're my brother, man. You're my fucking brother, too. I Absol- love you. Absolutely. I'm deeply <laughs> in love with you. It's oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. It's pause. Cu- okay, all right. Pause. I shouldn't have said deep. Like, I mean, okay. like, this is where... Well... This is where it's necessary to say pause. We got to pause. <laughs> <laughs> if you had said that and said pause, it would have been a whole different dynamic. I wanted Shit. to run with it. I wanted to run with it the whole way, you know? <laughs> It was no Let's pause. Let's go. Um, 
So, you know, people who don't know you and your music, you know, people mm -hmm. who aren't privy to you, how would you kind of explain or break down, you know, you, what you're doing in the scene and, and you know, what's the kind of the vision for you at the moment? What are you pulling yourself towards? Man, I'm putting myself towards greatness. First of all, I believe that. Huge. Whatever you're doing, you got to be aiming at being great at it. It doesn't matter like who you are. It's not about an e it's not an ego thing. Definitely not an ego thing. Mm -hmm. It's just you want to be the best version of yourself and be the, one of the best at what you do. Right. And at the end of the day, we consider that greatness. So, and that means something, right? Like seeing greatness or experiencing greatness is something that's very fucking tangible, full on, and it's a really full body experience, hey. Yes, yes, indeed, definitely. Because the thing is, greatness is, to me, living your best life. And the best life you can live as any individual is living a life that gives, that provides, that mm. helps others. Because life is coexistence. That's what I've... Mm. Me growing up as a human being, life is coexistence. The plants, the earth, everything is helping each other. So help where you can. So it's coexistence. It's doing what you do and inspiring others to do what they do. So that is me. That's what I like. That's what I do. That is what I aim to do, which is try and inspire others by being the best version of me. Mm. And also, I mean, you know, you do music and generally what music is, is a service to the community. It's something for it to, for the community to share and partake in and enjoy on so many different levels. So having a passion or a goal or a vision that's kind of aligned with, um, you know, some kind of service with the community is so ideal because, you know, the people and the place around you is the most that's the world that's your world yes definitely definitely man i aim to live a life that's like inspiring my nieces and nephews and anybody out there inspiring a younger me basically mm. so um so when i was 17 18 trying to make it in the game and i knew nothing i knew nothing yeah when I would say I want to make it in the music industry, it was insane. It was crazy. It was a crazy thing to say that at some points I had to hide it from certain people. but Because they would discourage you or not believe in you? or It was what? unheard of. It was definitely right. unheard of. So it was an outcast type yeah. of thing. But it wasn't impossible. Right. Because now there's so many mediums and platforms and places where you can thrive and kill it at whatever you do mm -hmm. whether you sing whether you rap whether you draw whether, like whatever you do there is a platform now so this is what why i'm here this is what i'm doing which is doing what i do to inspire everybody out there to do what they do 
was that the original intention coming into it? You know, you're talking about the 16, 17, 18-year-old you. Fuck no. Right. Like, so how did we get there? Well, where did you start and how did you man. come to... I know there's, you know, so many years in there and so many stories. But Bro, your passion is... Your passion is greatly related to your growth. Whatever you have in your heart as a kid is related to what's going to help you grow in life. Right. And you may start it for the wrong reasons. When I first started, I wanted to be like every other rapper. I wanted to be like my favorite rappers who, as it seemed, they had all the girls, they had all the cars, all the shit. shit. And it's like everybody wanted to be like them. But as time went on, I grew with the game. I grew with the passion and I became this person who now I just want to grow and help others grow. Mm. Was there, um, when was the moment of no return for the music thing? At what stage? And maybe it happened a couple of times, but at what stage was it like you know what i'm pretty much all in i have to have this as a part of my life and i have to incorporate it in what i'm doing all right we had to do a quick lighting change because one of the key things we're trying to do here is create great if not perfect frames and you could argue that the green screen because i'm black it's because he's black and (laughs) we were losing him we were losing our boy patty and we're really getting right into it it ain't a racial thing but it's because i'm black yo it is what it is. It is the only struggle that we've ever had is the is the the pigment difference, really, right? We all people. <laughs> yes. We all people. Yes, we are. I can't laugh at that. Yeah, definitely. Some are. people got good sides. I got good lights. You got all your sides are good. All your sides are good. Now I think you're coming on. Okay. I'll, I'll, God I'll, damn I'll, it! I'll come off. Now. You got to learn to pause, man. <laughs> I can't pause. You're I'll not pausing. You got. You say that. I can't pull out. Say pause next time. (laughs) Fuck. Damn. This this boy be wild. Let's bring it back to where we should be, which is what was the point of no return for you? At what point was it like, you know what? This is it. I'm all in. I have to do this. (laughs) Craziest thing is it was the lowest moment of my life when I felt that I lost everything. When I felt I lost everything. And that was the only way. There's one of the books I read from Napoleon Hill where he says that, um, what's he say? There was a general who took his soldiers to war. Uh, yeah, he took his soldiers to war. And the first thing he'd done, once all the boats were set, and everybody's off the boats and on enemy territory. He ordered he ordered someone to go back and burn all the boats. And then he told the people, turn around. That's our boats on fire. The only way we get back is with we win. Mm. The stakes. The stakes for everything. Yeah. Just a point like this. Point the mic. So this it was way. a point right in my in. life where... Petty, petty. Point the mic like right. Yeah, uh, that's the one. Uh, there was a point in my life where I had, I lost my, I lost one of my, 
and closest friend. Rest in peace, scientific. I love you, and I'm gonna keep. I'm gonna keep the promise. I'm gonna do what I said. I'm gonna do. I'm gonna look after you girls. All right, Pete. But yeah, I just lost my boy. I just been in a breakup. Lost the job, and the only way I was gonna do something with my life, make my mama proud, make my daddy proud, look after the people I love was music. So, yeah, that was about yeah, some few years ago because I've been doing it as a hobby. I was doing it for a while, but mm. it was just I had other options what I could have done in life. Mm. And when I came to that point, it was make it. Make it or don't. Yeah. Yeah, like, make it or there's nothing else. Yeah. Which is why I respect 50 Cent. Like, it's like, you got, like, 50 Cent's like some kind of genius. Like, it's like, when he said, get rich or die trying, that's the only options you have. Mm. That is the only options left. You either make it or you die trying. Right. And, you, and you know, even dying trying is not a bad outcome, right? It's very, very admirable. Yeah, hard. And and arguably a more common outcome and journey for most people, right? Because mm-hmm. they will try and maybe pretty hard, maybe not so hard, you know? I wouldn't say they don't make it. Everyone makes it in a in a in a particular like way. We said before, it's about the journey, my bro. Right, right, right. The journey, just to be a part of it, right. That's so, yeah. what makes everything special. Because when you live your life in this music, you do different shows, you meet different people, you. Engage in different things that you never thought you would. It's better than playing it safe, doing a nine to five for the rest of your life, wondering what you could have done. Mm. Thinking if I'd followed my passion, followed my dream, what could I have done? Because it's always going to be in the back of your head. That's the other thing about it, like a passion or whatever. It's actually it's, not going to go away or dissolve. It will always be in the back of your head, right? I think that's what a lot of creatives deal with, whatever they're into. Your passion is God talking to you. Yeah, uh, well said. And that's actually how... It's, it's I, God talking to you. He's placed you here. But like, And when I say God, I'm not talking some bearded, white-haired, spiritual uh, individual sitting like me. up in the air. <laughs> yeah. Well, you are God. You know what I mean? Like, it's like everybody's God in there. Like, yeah, exactly. Like there everybody is. is a manifestation of God. Yeah. Everything is a manifestation of God. Everything is God. God is everything. Mm. So, yeah. Like, when, when you look at it, it's God's way of talking to you. Right. Telling you what you should be doing, what you could be doing. And that's when depression happens because depression is that gap between who you could be and who you where shouldn't you, be. Yeah, and where you, who are, you could yeah. be is saying, hey, you could be doing this right now. Yeah, it's always you could calling be doing this from, right that, now. from that spot. Yes. It's so true. And that's an incredible thing to identify or kind of articulate or highlight is the connection between like depression and you and your 
goals, passions and your actual outcome, like what's happening real time with you in that moment. And it's funny because, you know, the longer you don't do anything about it, the the longer that depression sustains. And I've often found when I'm in that space, the first step out of it is the most powerful, you know. It's, it's, it's about movement. Yeah. It's about movement. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, when you're depressed, something as little as getting up out of bed and making your bed. Yeah, or taking a, taking a, a leak. Massive difference. Yeah. It makes a massive difference, you know. Like I mean, like yes, taking a leak does. But no, I know what you mean about the bed thing. Like I, I think it's a great example. Making your bed, yeah. you know what I mean. Like it's it's very Jordan Peterson. This whole idea of like setting order to your life around you. That's you know exactly that is. But, but but I think it's a powerful and it's very, it's very actionable and it's very effective in those times. That's one aspect. Like it's when you make your bed, that's one thing done. Yeah, exactly. That is one thing done. You've ticked something off the list. So that is one thing that is okay in your life. Right. And it's better to have one thing than no things. Exactly. Right? And the next thing, you'll probably brush your teeth. Mm-hmm. That's another thing. Right. You're considering the next step My then. teeth are clean. Yeah. I might go out now. I might as well jump in the shower now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You jump in the shower. That's another thing. You know what I mean? You make... And then you clean your space. Yeah. But you got to start there at the bed. You got to start. The hardest thing about anything is the start, bro. The start. You got to start this shit. Yeah. Man, the amount of things that I have started, it is just unbelievable. You you don't even have to finish. You just got to start. I think so. For me, like, in terms of making things even writing or you know you do music so i guess like writing bars or hooks or whatever it is like um the the more you like make a start at a thing you know every single time you try and write a verse and you get down one bar or half a bar that's Mm -hmm. you know yeah (laughs) that's like a measurable percentage of the way through and even if you don't finish that task there's this carry on residual you know, like that half bar could actually start something else that you might get closer to finishing. You Bro, know. like, what most people, and I'll tell it here on this podcast, on grand, since we're grounded, let them hear it. You know, I've got a past where I am, like, I used to be an actual gangster. Everything that people rap and talk about, I've been through it. You know what I mean? And this is not a flex because like, when you actually been through it, you don't flex about it. Mm. You, you, I guess you have to suffer the consequences. I, once you lived it, you don't want to talk about it. And I done been through it. Like the jail phase. I spent two and a half years of my life in jail. I'm like, no, three, three years of my life in jail. Because mm. I got breached on parole, so I had to go spend on six months. But as you know, it's about, I don't know how to put this, man, but hey, when take your time. you 
when you're at your lowest. When you're at your lowest. Is when you see things from a whole different perspective. I feel like sometimes God will strip you of everything. Mm. Everything. Mm. So you can see. I mean, so you th- can see him. that's being humbled, right? That's being humbled. Yeah, it's so that's funny. Like, uh, well, not so funny, but um, a couple episodes back with Ruckman, he was talking about it as it's the exact same concept, but in the context of, you know, the rap battle scene, he was talking about a particular MC that needed to, you know, be checked, I guess, you know, mm. you know, in battle in front of people, whatever. But, you know, they got to a point where, they kind of needed a bit of a, a reset on the ego, right? And that's what humbling is, you know? It that's, just that's, that's what it is. Yeah. That's and, what it is. And I think it's funny because sometimes life or God or whatever will kind of force you into that situation. But I think there's also things we can do to consciously strip away that kind of stuff to work mm. on what's really kind of important, right? You know what's crazy about You know what's crazy about it all? <laughs> like all of it? If you say, here's the thing, this is what I've noticed. If you walk around saying, I'm a thug, I'm a gangster, or I'm a good person, I'm a Christian, or I am whatever, Mm -hmm. you're going to get, life will put you on a stage in front of everybody where you told that shit. Right. If you're a gangster... Now be a gangster. You'll have to answer to it. You know what I mean? It's like Takashi Six Nine. Mm. He came out. He's like, I'm a gangster. I'm all about it. Right. And then, in front of everybody, he got put on the fucking thing. Yeah. Which is the epitome of gangster is you don't tell. You don't fucking tell. Right. You know what I mean? I have my homie. He ended up doing. 10 plus years we call that a brick in Sydney and he was offered 65% off his sentence to talk about somebody that he knew Mm. and he came I was in my cell he banged up on my door you know what I mean rest in peace scientific I love you, brother. Like, again, like, like I said, I look after you girls. Banged on my door. You're not supposed to do that. I'm in the same wing, but he, like, he came banging on my door. He's like, hey, yo, you know what just happened to me? I'm like, what? He's like, that was the cops. And they offered me 65% to talk about somebody. And he, I told him to get fucked. You know what I mean? A couple of days later, I have a thing with my barrister. He says, you know, they had a fucking meeting on your boy to talk about somebody. And he told him to go away. But none of those nice words. So anyway, what I'm getting at is, before we drift. Mm-hmm. That was his stage. Yeah. Where? Are you who you say you are? Right. I If you say, I'm a lover. You're going to get put in a situation where you're going to have to fight. 
Right. Yeah, I think it's very much this idea of show don't uh, show don't tell. You know, and it's it's a, it's a cinema idea. It's a, a idea across many different connect connect. There's a deeper yeah. thing going on right now. Something deeper. Mm. Connect with the depth. Don't. Uh, when you connect with the depth, then you don't think so much. You don't talk so much. Yeah, you gotta. You, yeah, it, right. Connect to the the depth, the essence, like the the core of what that thing is. And I think it's a very interesting example of you know saying you're a gangster and then having to answer to that. And sometimes you know if you announce that you're a gangster to the world, like Takashi Six and Nine, you'll have to answer to the world about yeah. that statement. But but if you're that's, if it's just in your local community, then you will have to that's, answer. That's why I was going with the whole Takashi right? thing because yeah. it's like the gangster code is don't snitch. Here's the thing. Some people are like, oh yeah, that's too hard. Like what? You're going to do time over another person. But here's the thing, man. It's an unspoken code that... Right. And snitching to me is not taking responsibility because if I come to you and I say, I'm going to do A, B, C, D, and E, I need to be a man of my word. Yeah. And if you're not a man of your word, that means you're going to back out of so many responsibilities. They're the same people that back out of fatherhood. They're the same people that back out of fucking anything. It's like weak men. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they uh, they run away. You know, I mean, it's, life's hard for everyone. Man, like right? that's what I mean. If I spill something on the carpet right now, you ask me to just spill that. A man is going to say, yeah, I did. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you, you're going to come out and say, yeah, I did. Because <laughs> you, and then at the end, that's that. Right, right. Like, exactly. It is pretty much. But then if I say, like no, nah, I didn't, then there's this whole like. It's weird energy. It's weird energy. It's disrespect. Right. Like now I don't know if I trust you or respect you or should even be around you because you're spilling shit on the floor and not talking about it. You're not going to say, you know what I mean? Like, you're, not, you're, just, you're, like, you're not just going to fess up to your shit. You're, not, you're not going to own up. Mm. You're not going to own up. And like, it starts with shit on the floor. The shit, little things, the, little, the tiniest things in life, man. And then they'll start fucking stacking. Man, people are very easy to understand. You look at them, just watch. Watch and like this. This one of my favorite things is like, you know what? I love to just let people, like um. You know when people think they got you fooled, and then they'll play a game, and it's like you just let them. Yeah, like, you know what I mean. When you play dumb, it's like they relax, and they get sloppy as fuck, and they get cocky as well because they think they can get away with you know, something. You know what I mean? Like right? Like it's like. Uh, I just reached over, grabbed a sip of your drink. Oh, yeah, he didn't see that. Right. Grab again. Yep. The next time. The third time, yeah. It's like, right, oh, it's I'm, gone, I'm, I'm, and I'm, I'm asking no, no, questions. But, like, I'm going to make it so obvious, but you know what I mean? Yeah, I'll make yeah, it so yeah, obvious. Yeah, yeah. But at the same time, because it's not that I'm trying to show it, but it's I've gotten comfortable because, oh, no, he doesn't see what I'm doing. And that's ignorance is bliss. In a fucking way. Yeah, temporarily. You know, it's always... Uh, ignorance is always temporarily bliss mm-hmm. for sure. It's mm-hmm. The thing is, you know, um, once you start lying to other people or yourself, it's the, the there's not that much time 
between when it actually catch ups it catches up Man. to you. It's so it's so short. I mean, I've fucked with this all through my life, mm. you know? Lie a little bit, then bam, snap. It's like, we learn the hard way, brother. Fuck. We, the, you know? the, bro, you, you're my brother. I love you. Yeah. It's like we learn the hard way. Yeah. And I've lied to people. And what I realized is whenever I lied, I just fucking, it's, you're in a hole. And then before somebody flashes a light on you, you dig deeper. Yeah, or it's like a misdirection. You know, you're trying to like kind of throw them, throw them off of course, like, off sight. Yeah, exactly. Every you are in a hole the in those only moments. Thing that can back up a lie is more lies yeah. and more lies. You're trapped, man. Do, I, our I, memory I, isn't I, that good to juggle that many lies. I, re- I, 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 I was reading <laughs> Jordan Peterson. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's like um, the rules to live life. Twelve rules to, to twelve rules to live life. life yes. Yeah. The chapter where it says, always tell the truth. Yeah. Or at least don't lie. Yeah. And he even goes on to say, lying is one of the direct paths to hell. Hell being yeah. hell on earth. You live in a tormented state. Where you we, we don't know. We, state. Right. We don't know up from down. There's there's no, there's nothing that's, all, you know, ordered or it doesn't make sense that's that's why responsibility is a big thing yeah if yes you spilt the fucking drink you say i spilt the fucking drink right you know what i mean because you're gonna lie you're just gonna fucking trap yourself for more lies more lies it's horrible you know i've been in that situation so many times where i've accumulated a whole bunch of lies yes you know it's so funny like the first one doesn't really hurt too much but as soon as you get 20 deep it's like oh god Fuck, where's man. where's the reset and that that is when you do need an ego man, reset you know man. and then it comes to a point where you gotta look in the eyes of somebody you love yeah somebody you care about somebody who loves you yeah <laughs> and then they say and, and, and tell that same lie again yeah you know what I mean you have to be checked and that's like yeah. that's one of the most horrible things I as a person have ever done and it's yeah, so now it's easier. It's so much easier. Don't lie. It's funny Don't because be deceptive. Take responsibility for your actions. Yeah. How many times have you had this thing where it's like, okay, there's been a fuck up. I fucked up, and now I'm choosing to tell the truth. And you know, obviously, I've I've got the bad feeling that's just, that's kind of connected to that, where it's like guilt or whatever you've done. But then as soon as those words have released your mouth and you've told this other person the actual truth, even though temporarily in that moment, maybe you thought you could have get a, got yeah. away with lying. You know that's the end of it. You know you, you know that's the end, right? Dude, that's it. That's it. It's done. It's fucking done. It's done. Yeah. This is the worst of it. Yeah. Right. It's literally only up from here They might now. punch you in the face. They yeah, might, exactly. You know what I mean? Exactly. That's, that's it. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. it. We're done now. The burden is instantly it's gone. It's gone. Yeah. It's gone. You know what I mean? That's because nobody's perfect. Yeah, right. And and yeah, as long as we all have that conversation with each other together, right? Man, we are, we are all here trying to figure out what the fuck happened and what we what are we doing on this big blue rock? We just fucking yeah. happened to fucking show up on at yeah. some woman's womb. Yeah, that's. You know what I mean? Like our mothers. Like I mean, I love. I love we love our moms. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying some woman, but it's like. No, no. Like, yeah, I'm just no. talking about just generalization. 
I, I get it. The, the throwaway statement wasn't t- wasn't taken to yeah. heart of all women. Love but, you, Mama. Love you, Mama. Um, but yeah, I mean, it is interesting for me. Like, uh, as you grow up, or as you spend more years on the uh, the flying water rock planet, mm-hmm. you know, it's crazy that there is this in- inherent power or energy or thing to truth to 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 real speech you know to to proper articulation of who you are and what you're doing and why like um Mm -hmm. how do you kind of do you incorporate that kind of stuff into your writing are are these things that you're really imbuing in your music and and kind of always working with yes yes definitely yeah because yeah and my writing and and how i approach things that's why if you listen to my raps like 10 years ago, that shit was all gangster glorification. Mm-hmm. And now it's about having a good time, vibing, and there's nuggets of wisdom in there. Because, yeah, you just got to tell it how it is. There is no, you, know, you can't fantasize about gangster life. There is no, there is no beauty in it. There is mm. no beauty in it. I don't care what any rapper or anybody tries to tell you. There is no beauty in it. Living a life where you could get locked up, killed, or even kidnapped, whatever. Mm. Any second. Any second is insane. That's pretty wild. I think <laughs> the people who enjoy that music are probably relating to the pain of it. Right, and I think sure that pain can be the start of a place of healing from both the artist and the audience member, but it can go both ways. It can continue to like you know obviously perpetuate the people sell the pleasure. Yeah, okay. So it's like this uh, glorified pleasure pain kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? A drug dealer is selling you. It's it's an image in a sense. The hype. Yeah, the hype. Yeah, right. But uh, they'll never they'll never paint you the full picture that you're right. going to be hooked you're going to steal from your family you're going to do all this shit you're going to hurt the ones you love you'll lie lots <laughs> yep you'll lie lots again <laughs> direct path to hell yeah it's interesting I think um, I used to be a lot more apprehensive or yeah apprehensive about you know believing in, in God and you know these ideas of heaven oh, and hell real. but I think even even for example, you don't necessarily believe in God. These ideas of heaven and hell and the paths mm-hmm. to both of those places are so real. These lived experiences yeah. has happened billions of times over and over and over, and it's it's the same patterns that arise. You know, a few lies lead to a, a terrible place, and you know if you if you're accountable and and responsible and and disciplined and have some kind of passion or something and follow it. You know, despite hardships, that is, you know, that's where the satisfaction and it's not happiness that we're chasing, but it's this f- fulfillment. It's something. journey, the bro. Journey. Yeah, yeah. Being engaged journey. in this thing, on you know, most days of your life and having a reason to, to be around. Man, me enjoying music and loving music and learning how to write and writing has led to me you know, from sitting in my mom's house listening to Obi Trice albums to performing with Obi Trice, toasting drinks, 
in the green room. Hey. You know what I mean? It's that journey. It's the people I've met. It's mm. being able to just sit here with you, for instance. You know what I mean? We've had so many great experiences, like, hey. off camera. Pause. See? 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 Yeah. I utilize the pause. <laughs> I'll, I'm trying to learn, okay? God damn it. I got to straighten up this game. Damn. It's a fucking problem. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hardwise, you know? It comes out. Yeah. <laughs> it's just not. Yeah. <laughs> but no, honestly, like, we've had great experiences. And. Mm. You know, we to each other we've met so many amazing people. Yeah, we're connected to such a incredible community. Such Melbourne, a it's it's Melbourne it's, it's not even just a talent pool. It's just a incredible people great, pool. Great group of people. Yeah, great group of people, and we're on the same mission. Yeah, so many and most of us, you know, are really. Doing exactly what you said, you know, we're engaging with music in some kind of positive way, trying to, um, you, you know, not only follow our passion and what we're into, but we're trying to like give some kind of service back to people. I mean, when I go and perform in front of a, a crowd, you know, I'm, I'm not really there for me. It feels a lot better when the other people are fucking really enjoying themselves. Mm-hmm. That's where the enjoyment is, you know. I, I don't mind doing my music stuff a bit alone but the biggest deal is when you can bring it to other people and they fucking when you can share it jump yeah exactly it's this share factor in that room and like honestly i I truly believe that if i got a million streams in any of my tracks it would never feel as good as performing Performing, in front of a dope crowd that gets my shit and we're all vibing you know that's what it is man i remember performing for mercules and Shout out to Mercules. Shout out to Patrick. Thanks for putting that beautiful night together. Um, I remember walking onto the stage. Uh, DJ Dano, shout out to DJ Dano. Me and DJ Dano were actually working on some shit. Cutting and slicing. Mm-hmm. And I remember walking onto the stage, and there was all these people, and they weren't there to see me. They were there to see Mercules. Hey. And when I walked on, they had this look of, who are you? Halfway through my set, there were half five mad people with their hands up on stage. Like, hey. yo, give me some of that. And they were on board. Man, this is some shit I wrote while I was sitting back at home. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, yeah. And yep. Yep. I can get all these people to have a good time. That's it. You know what I mean? That's it. That's why. Take it back to what I was was saying before. You never not make it. Yeah, right. Right. Yeah, some people consider making it having a million dollars in the bank and all these houses. Yeah. Uh, You never not make it. You might not be where you want to be, but you lived a life that you want to live. Right, you were a performing artist, you were a rapper, you were an MC, you were the, a singer, you were you know, an entertainer. Those you were... people that tell you, just get a job, sit behind the desk, work for 40 years. Yeah. That's not movement, right? Like, like for us, I guess if, that's not if, movement. If you can look back 
in life and say, hey, live 10 years, perform different stages, write tracks, meet some awesome people. Yeah. Or live 40 years, sit behind a desk and do what everybody else is doing. With pretty much the same people or copies of the same people. And you can't even fucking like really talk and you know talk shit and have good banter and you, you can't, be real. You can't can even be, never you. be real exactly that's actually it comes back to like that whole truth honesty kind of thing like if you can't be your authentic or real self in those spaces then you're actually getting paid to not be you and it's kind of wild right and i think you know and they, the rea- they, they encourage you to not be you yeah, exactly well you well they discipline you for for being you i mean you oh they just fucking fire you but how dare you yeah. be you how dare you be you? Yeah, it's 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 kind of insanity and um and look, you know, the reality is most and many of us will engage with whatever work or job we have to do to keep the passion going. That is obviously yes. the reality that you know we all balance and we do. But you know, should that, we take a break? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But I think that um, it's way easier to to do that other job. If you're fucking dabbling with that passion, you know, it's it's a, li- it's a little bit. It's easy. Takes the edge off. It's easier on a social status, but yeah, right. Within yourself, you know, you're like sacrificing. Said, this is where depression happens. Mm. Who you could be, who you want to be, and who you are. There's this massive gap, and who right. you want to be is standing there like you're fucking up. That's the real you. That's the real you. True. You, no, you're not getting it. You're supposed to be standing here. Oh, God, I feel so bad because I can see myself, you know, over there, to, you know, making that, no, that but same call. But, you know, okay. I'm just saying that it's, it's real. Like, I, like, yeah. I, like, it's resonating with me. Like, I, 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 f- I feel that. And, it, and it's, like, more encouraging than discouraging. But it's certainly a feeling. Yes. Know? Like, I'll be sitting here. Like, it is places I could be like it's not a bad thing it is not a bad thing that is what helps us evolve and keep pushing yeah yeah you need to keep seeing yourself as who you could be right right but if you're not moving towards that you're gonna get depressed yeah that's what I've noticed yeah you can lie to yourself and say now I got a great job, man. I got great work, mate. So mm. we, we, yeah, man, we 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 live with that. It's good, man. I got a great wife. I got great kids. Mm. You're not not going where you're supposed to be going, right? And you're not forgetting about it. The either. real you is going to be talking to you the whole fucking time. Yeah. Yes, you got five kids and you're doing great, but but, mm. and then people trying to ignore that shit. And there's that disconnect, and then you end up in a slump. True. Huge. Well, um, we'll take a little a little siesta, and then we'll come back, and we'll fucking talk about the future and wrap her up. How does that sound? Sounds sexual. All right. Well, let's not make it sexual. Pause. Pause. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right, back at it for the full addicts of the podcast and deep share situation. Obviously, Dilly Dave and Petty Cash doing a cool little uh, back and forth here, 
We're on the home stretch, uh, if you will. So, Patty, talk to me. What are you working on at the moment? Um, and actually, before that, tell us a bit about your most recent release with uh, Chubby Dice. What have you popped Top out? Shutters. Top shutters. Hey. Shout out to Chubby Dice. My brother, my brethren. Wagwan. Wagwan mute. Yeah, it's my boy right there, man. Like, yeah. Hey. Like, um, I've always been a fan of the dance hall. I've always wanted to do a dance hall track. Yeah. And Chubby Dice made that shit come alive, man. He made that shit come alive. We did it. We really did that shit. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's on Spotify. It's available everywhere. Video's going to be available soon. We're going to be shooting a video. Um, yeah. Top Shutters is out everywhere. Just Petty Cash, Chubby Dice. C-H-U-B-Y Dice Yep And Hey yo My boy got dance calls too He's got dance calls man Okay I'm like yeah You be doing dance calls so I'm Here in Melbourne Here in Melbourne Tasmania All over Australia This guy be traveling man Like it's like I was, I was, You know Everybody I work I'm working with Grinds like this Six of them Hey you know what I mean? Like, this guy is everywhere. I'm like, yo, Chubby Dice, where you at? I'm outside, my G. <laughs> <laughs> Man, he outside, for real, for real. But also, Chubby. Well, Chubby Dice, I see you. Love you, family. Hey, how'd you link up with him? How do you how do you guys know each other? Um, shout out to my girl, Candace Rose. Hey, um, okay. Um, she linked us up. We got to vibe. And then, um, man, it's like we're recording. At our studio, Sawtooth Studio. Reach out to Sawtooth Studios. We got a studio out in the east. So if you're in the eastern suburbs of Melbourne, you need to record some shit. Holla at Sawtooth Studios. We got you. Mixing, mastering, beats, everything. We can get an artist from, hey, I'm just sitting at home. I don't have anything to do. Like, I just want, like, I just want, I'm just writing rhymes. I got all these rhymes. We'll get you a beat. We'll get you some recording time. Hey. We'll get you mixing and mastering. We'll get you some promo. We'll get you on Spotify. We'll get you all that shit. So it's the full solution. Sawtooth Studio. We are the solution. There it is. That's an open invitation from for, from Sawtooth Studios. Sawtooth Studio. We're reaching out. We're reaching out. Cool. Yep, yo, this is this is facts. This is factual. Anyway, um, Chubby came. We recorded. Um, yeah, and then. This cat just changed clothes on me. He's like, hey, yo, we're going to a festival. You want to come to? I'm like, yeah, I'm a, I'm a slide dude. Call me in. And this cat's got dancers around him, man. Wow. They, they're all dancing and shit. I'm like, oh, God damn. You get down. <laughs> That's powerful. Chubby gets down. You know what I mean? Hey. You'll see on the um Top Shutters video, man. You'll see. You'll see. You'll see. You'll see him. So, yeah. so the Sawtooth Studios has that been um, something that's been really helpful for you and the other artists involved in terms of having that space to not only do your thing in there, but then also open it up to the community and as we're talking about before, it's, it's, giving that service back. It, it's not a selfish thing. Yeah, it's being able to help. Yeah, being able to help. That's what I love. This is the epitome of making it. If you you can't tell me shit, I'd have made it because I'm now at a position where I'm giving opportunities. I can help people make it to the next level in the game. 
And it's not an ego thing. This is just, it's a love thing. Right. Well, I think it, it means something to be at that point where you feel like you can give something back because... Doing what you love. Yeah, exactly. Especially doing what you love. Yeah. Yeah, that's um, that's a real nice thing to be able to engage in like... Not even just trading skills, but just, you know, just fucking paying it forward, you know? Like, because um, how many people spent the time with you and gave you time and, and gave you opportunity and gave you space? This is what I'm saying. Right? I, I we didn't get to finish this before when I was talking about coming up in the game. Yeah. The opportunities weren't so obvious, you know? And now we can offer that you know what I mean the opportunities were not so obvious at mm. all and now we're in a position where 19 year old me we got you right right you ain't gotta get caught up in all this dumb shit you ain't gotta get caught up in the fucking crime shit you, gotta, you mm. can actually follow your passion yeah, you can actually see it manifest if you put in the time and, and a little bit of resource. It's, it's not a ridiculous thing that's unheard of. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, funny thing is, where I'm from, you know, like I'm Zimbabwean, yes. And then I lived in a little place called Richmond in Sydney. And the whole Richmond Winds area, you know, when I was there, you know what he was rapping, just... Me and one of the homies, Vinny, you know, we were the only rappers there. And now there's so many people got bars. Yeah. So many people got bars in that area. And it feels good when people be like, man, I saw you doing it. And I was like, I can do it too. Right. Right, and that's that's what I'm all about. It's like, yeah, you can do it too. You can do it. So easy to do it. Yeah, I think especially when it comes to something like, you know, rap, for example. You, you, you really at the end of the day, you don't need really any more than pretty much what you have on your person. If you're living in 2024, you, the chances of you having a smartphone is huge. Mm. Mm. So you've got a smartphone, you've got access to all of the music in the, in the world. Oh, yeah. Most of it essentially for free, you know? Mm-hmm. So much of you can just listen to via means that aren't, you know, oh, yeah. pay to win. And, and then what is it like? You're looking at you. You know, once you start writing bars, I mean, you you know, you either do it in in the notes of your phone or on a notepad, and you're doing it. And then if you want to start getting like demos or ideas down, you've got the voice memo Bro, app on your phone. And then I'm, I've been writing rhymes on my way to work. Yeah, exactly. I I got Pab V. Shout out to Pab V. He's my business partner and my producer. And one of my best friends. He's amazing. Like, you know, this dude be sending me beats left, right, and center. Hey. Sometimes I'm like, oh, no, I can't fuck with that. But then one day, I hear that beat again playing. And I'm like, oh, I'll fuck with that. 
and hold right to it. I'll be sitting on the train going to work on my phone. But that's the thing. This is the thing. Self-made millionaires and a dude on Centrelink have certain things in common at the beginning. They all have the same amount of data. Right. Right. You know, there's no $30 gets rich people this data and $30 gets poor people that data. Now, the you're gonna, the same. The fucking same. Yeah. You're going to get the same. You know what I mean? Yeah. They don't get an hour more than anybody else. They got 24. Yeah. They all, we all got 24 to utilize it at best and make sure that at least 68 of those are resting. Yeah, yep. Yeah, absolutely. I think uh, awareness around time and how you spend and engage with it. Resources, is, man. Yeah, time resources. is a resource. Yeah. It's and same with attention, you know. It's like your attention and other people's attention. And what we're doing at the end of the day is asking for other people's attention. Yeah. It, and, and it's not in a necessarily selfish way, although certainly sometimes it can it's, be. It's, it's, it's in it's, our soul, man. we got yeah, this right. thing. I mean, we, we have, yeah. we're all connected. Yeah, yeah, we yeah. all got to give. We all got to connect. Right. Right. So, yeah, I, I like the, the idea of maybe it's more about connection yeah, than attention. So, like, everybody wants and needs and deserves to be appreciated. Yeah, yeah, to be seen. Yeah. And heard. And this is the absolute truth. And when we don't get that, it's weird thing that's why some people will bully some people will lie some people will steal but right they're trying to get that they're all trying to get the same thing yeah they're all trying to have a better sense of connection to to that they're trying to get that even the serial killer is trying to be seen that's true I'm, 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 I'm i'm not in no way justifying brutality i'm not in no way justifying lying of course I am just pointing at human nature. Yeah, a lot of yeah, I think it's an interesting example like a lot of serial killers actually it may not necessarily be a cry for help but it's a cry for something. It's, they they want to be recognized. Yeah, it's it's certainly a bit of a l- look at me, I need to be seen, you this, know. You know what? You know what's the worst thing we could do to Jack the Ripper is not talk about him. Yeah, yeah, right. Ever. Yeah. Not mentioning. Yeah. Yeah. Because, yeah, wiped it from the collective memory. Fame, infamy are two sides of the same fucking coin. Hey. You know what I mean? Black is white. White is black. Up is down. Down is up. As above, so below. Yeah. Everything is the same, like. And it's very crazy that when I when I started to see that life has been totally not different but open. Yeah, life is very open. I see a lot of things in life. I see a lot of doors. I see a lot of things, and even in human nature, there is no good or bad people. There's just people capable of all of the above all of the above yeah 
the Pope will fucking murder viciously if he is put in a position to. Yeah, absolutely. We have to defend himself or somebody else who's loved. You know, yeah, loved one or whatever. whatever. You know, we don't know what his tick is. Maybe he yeah, doesn't yeah. love his people as much as he says he does. Yeah. But maybe it's his money. No, yeah, yeah. Anything that's <laughs> at value that's put at risk. Could be, could be even his fucking hair. You don't yeah, know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't know. Sure. We don't know. That's, yeah, man. So that is life. Mm. You know what I mean? Love everybody. Like I said, I don't have time. And for three years of my life, when you do time, like I'm not talking like three months, six months. I'm talking like when you actually get to be there, like spend Christmases and birthdays in there. Mm. It's a different thing. It's a totally different thing. I was with the worst of the worst. But we loved and looked out for each other right right yeah i mean it's still a space filled with human beings just because somebody's killed somebody i realized i I learned it doesn't make them a bad person right it's just they were in a situation some people love their girl so much that when they find out that she's fucking another dude the world's destroyed. The, the reality is destroyed. And they go kill that dude. Yeah. That dude has to die. I don't justify or believe in that logic, but I see it. Right, right. It's not something that you necessarily would choose, but you can see. I see it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This guy had invested his whole being into this person. Yeah. And this person betrayed it for that other person. That person had to go. It's like, it's fucking crazy. Like, Well, that's, you know, it's almost a, a reaction to the ego reset that we're talking about before when, like, you know, I guess that is the universe humbling you in, a, in, in an incredible way, you know, um, for the person who you're, you know, so in love with and for that reality and life to be compromised or shattered in front of you, uh, you know. Bro, nothing, nothing really prepares you for that. Nothing, nothing prepares you for that. Like, there's certain triggers in life that, you know, betrayal, loss, just two little things like that's yeah, etc. You know what I mean? But betrayal and loss, I think, two of the biggest things. You know, the you know betrayal is like it's the it's the um it's it's a destruction of truth. Everything is a lie. Yeah. Right. So you get to question even your true being's reality. Uh-huh. You get to question that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know the inward reflections, insane. Mm. And the thing is, you just you gotta let people be people, bro. Yeah, because you can't control them. You can't control them, and at the same time, you gotta understand there is something. There's a something that's happening between all of us. Right, it's the same thing. It is the same thing. Yeah. My bro, I always said this. Life is... We're all looking at the same thing. The same thing. But you're sitting there. Somebody's sitting there. So, the best way I can explain this, right? There's this block. Right, right, but like... 
and we got some people and so this block is colored one front is blue one front is red one front is black one front is white if you ask some people what are we looking at they'll say we're looking at a big black block you ask some people what we're looking at some people say we're looking at a big white block mm. some people say big red big blue yeah they're not wrong yeah shit the lighting is just different or whatever we're looking at yeah 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 it could be the lighting whatever the fuck and the best way to understand this big block is not to like it's not to doubt yourself but just shift let me see let me sit over there yeah let me see what you see fam yeah and you're not gonna get that until we get grounded right yeah co- common ground that's or, or what like uh, like yeah yeah exactly and, and like i'm not just saying that because we're here right it's yeah. like me and my bro we get grounded on a regular on a fucking regular yeah true like you know what i mean we touch base we see each other like you know what i mean yeah yeah and you and and that that means that we see closer to what so, the, the same so potential uh, color is maybe uh, but every now and again he gets to sit on my side of the block right but then we don't just do it with each other i got people that see the world from the red side of the block yeah i go see them <laughs> yeah i go see them i go see life from this side of things yeah i don't dismiss yeah 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 like you know we don't dismiss. And you're the same because I've seen how you move and what you do. Mm. You're not judging. You're not, you know, I love it. Yeah, well, I think you're so right. I mean, in the sense of everybody's witnessing or experiencing essentially the same thing. And the difference between what we're all seeing isn't that much. We're, well, I think a, a way to explain it is we're all seeing more of the same thing than we are a different thing. I think that our own like personal memory and sensory influence or perspective is not that different to anybody else's, you know, in the sense of it, like the big, the biggest difference truly is experience and then the different journeys, but everybody is beautiful. Hard. In their own way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's what I mean. That's what I got to learn being in prison. It's like, yeah, man, you, you may have killed three people, but <laughs> yeah, there's still beauty inside of beauty you. Beauty in you, like, yeah, you know, like, I needed some bread, and then you came through. Right, right. I, I yeah, like, you know, this is a, this is a huge idea. Like, the idea is that there's. There's something beautiful or holy or, or whatever it is inside of, of everyone. Like, you know, I think the I think the the translation of Namaste, for example, is I honor the divine within you. It's the same divine that's inside of you is inside of me is inside of everyone, right? Exactly. Yeah. Like, um, you know, you know why people go like um, you know, you know why they go like that. It's not like prayer hands, right? It's I've read this in a book. It's basically they imagine that they hold this so so this marcus rose and they're saying a flower for you, a Buddha to be. Right. 
we're all God. Right. We're all gods. Yeah. Yeah. Like not even gods. No, I don't want to say we're all gods because that makes us separate. But we are all God. Yeah. Yeah. We're all God. God isn't like every religion will tell you the one thing. God isn't everything. That, everything. That's true. God isn't you. You. God isn't me. God isn't everything. Yeah. You know. The TV. The rock. And God. And when you live life from deep. Yeah. From the heart. When you're actually living it from deep within. Yeah. So when you're living life from deep within. Yeah. You get to realize that. You know. Well, that's you, the connection. That's where you feel that fucking connection, right? That, that connection. Yeah. That is your connection with everything. That is where life is happening. God is in everything. Mm. You know. There is similarity. There's patterns. Yes. Something that can't be denied. Yeah, universal truths. Universal codes, universal yeah. maths. Yeah. And every single thing that exists right. that suggests that there's something else that's powering it. Yeah. You can't deny. You can't deny. God is real. You know what I mean? And I don't say it as in, you know, like, I mean, I mean they might imagine to look like you with a beard. <laughs> <laughs> Some goofy guru. No, like, hang on, hang on. No, that's how I see myself. Hang on, no, you are God. You're a king. Hey, you're my brother. Appreciate it. Man. You know what I mean? Like hey. we all kings. But um, um, bro, this grinding session been a long time coming. Hence why it's a bit longer, people. <laughs> yeah, well, actually, surprisingly, not really too much longer. I mean, it's 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 almost average. But yeah, certainly long overdue. But keep this in mind. Two years ago, when I did the initial round of grounding on Twitch, you were one of the first people on that stream. So, in my mind, you had already had been on it, but this is the new wave and movement of the Grounded with Dilly Dave podcast. And, yeah, so happy for man. you to be back on it, man. Bro, you know what I see? Next one, you're going to have a studio set up. Yeah. And you're going to like, you come into the studio? Right. I'd be like, hell yeah. Yeah, you know well, I mean? yeah. that that's pr- pretty close to what it is. So we've had two or three, you know, like I'm not going to do this podcast with everyone in their, in their joint, but, you know, it's such a, you know, we're so comfy hanging out here. It's it's just a good space for us. But um, big ups to one of my co-producers, Atlas, who works at Brick Lane Brewery, and he's got a container bar in the Queen Vic Market where we've been shout recording out. some of the, yeah, shout out, Brick Lane um and atlas we'll put the link in the bio oh, we'll put that link in that bio yeah. and um yeah essentially it's a it's a bar in a container in a shed and yeah. we have been recording in there um you know kind of after hours nobody's there but we get to sit there at the bar have a drink and just fucking chat so that's a better that's a better that's better than a studio feel i think because it's this it's simulating or recreating this fucking. We're, we're at a bar, we're at a show. There's something happening here instead of just like, oh, we're in the studio having the studio a. When, like, the right. studio's dope, like Breakfast Club and all that. Yeah. Uh huh. Okay, a bar is like, what's going on here? Yeah. This like you know what I mean like because when I see people sitting in the studio, I, yeah, you're right. Because like when I see people sitting in the studio, I probably be like, it's a podcast interview. 
Right, exactly, exactly. Like, if I see people sitting in the bar. They're having a fucking chat. And that's all we're doing, we're just having a fucking chat. You know, 85% of videos on Instagram get watched on silent. That's crazy. So, that's why having that... And the, like yeah, different. just fucking vis. Yeah, just well, what are they doing? What the, where are they flying? All right. Well, um, thanks again for being back on. I'm sure this won't be the uh, going to be plenty of times. The last time. Um, anything quickly that you want to point the audience towards? Uh, your own socials or anything for them to keep an eye out for. Okay, so I'm working on my boy DJ Dano on something hey. special. DJ Dano is an OG in the game. Massive shout-outs. OG, OG. And we got Danny Dib. Fucking Jesus Christ. Allison by South. Powerful. Allison by South's got a beautiful voice. Man, yo. <laughs> check it. Check these two people out. <laughs> Just go in Spotify, top Danny Dib, or top Allison by South. D A N N D I B Allison by South. Type those two names in there. You will not regret it. Anyway, we got some special coming on. Yep, we definitely got something special. Sick, happening. sick. So it's going to be beautiful. It's going to be beautiful. Cool. Massive collabs. Check out Petty Cash and all these socials and platforms and Spotify, and I've got some coming with the boy legend too. Oh, he's snapping up all the all the golden childs of the children of Melbourne. That's massive. Petty Cash always making huge moves. Um, thanks for helping us all stay grounded today. So that is it for another episode of Grounded with Dilly Dave. It is your milky bar thank kid you. right here. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, thank guys. You. Thank you. And as always, fuck Nestle. Oh, 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 oh,